from quarantine. Another episode of the crappy, canceled COVID quarantine show. Starring Dylan, Christopher, and Josh Laskowski. Jazzy Jack and Pitch About It are inviting you to join the hosts and their guest, Julio Nandez, on another journey through canceled projects. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your hosts. Well, we just recorded nonsense for no reason. Isn't that great? This... Honestly, I'm excited about this one. Dude, Sam. So we started out being a morning show. That was the plan, right? And then you decided you believed in the Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how's that go? Church on Sundays. You're my Chick-fil-A. No Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Closed on Sunday. Well, welcome back to another episode of the crappy canceled COVID quarantine show. Yeah, you should really write that down. I have it written down somewhere. Well... There's always another episode. Last episode, we said whoever came up with the name, we'd give them a shout out or something, and then we came up with the name. So shout so out. So shout out us. Dylan Christopher and Josh Laskowski. We did it again. Good work. So obviously, in studio, we have Josh Laskowski and your host, Dylan Christopher, back as always. Special thanks to Josh Laskowski and Dylan Christopher for doing nothing. Everything. Thank you for our theme, Drew Lafferty. Singing it up. Never forget. Well, I guess Drew voicing over. But also, in studio we have Julio Nandez. Introduce yourself, Julio. Natural natural Julio at yep. her final. Oh, pesky Julio. She turned herself into a frog again. It's like that uh Throg. Thorfrog? Oh yeah. It's like Throg. Yeah. So this week I tasked Josh with reading a script. Yep. But before we get into the script, I would like to talk about a great idea I had. Okay. Now, imagine there's a new AI that you can talk to, like a Siri, like a Hey Google, you know, something like that, right? An Alexa. An Alexa, yes. But, but this one's, you, you activate it by saying, okay, boomer. And it's just this crotchety old man that's just like, what do you want? Now, what would what kind of questions would you ask OK Boomer? Mm. And what would OK Boomer say to you? Well, I guess what would Boomer say to you? I think probably the first and obvious question to ask is, what do you think about the economy? What would Boomer say? He would probably just say, frick you. <laughs> it's your people that did it. Wow. The first one I came up with was, okay, Boomer, directions to 5th and Montgomery. And Boomer would reply, we don't need a map. I know where it is. <laughs> Five minutes later, uh, we're lost. Yeah, just cut mine. That's way better. <laughs> Thank you, Reddit, for this question. Oh, yes. <laughs> I believed in you. You Dying believed in me hole. so good. This is another segment of making Josh believe in me. Do, 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 do. I don't know where our theme is again. You're getting out of here. Anyway, that's how we're starting the show. Josh, what's the pitch? What did I task you with reading? All right. So 
let me jump over to my notes because this is the canceled script of Spider-Man, I think, 90... This is the rejected Spider-Man script for, like, the original Spider-Man, like, uh, Tobey Maguire. But instead of it being, what is it, Sam Raimi? Not Sam Raimi yet. Well, yes, Sam Raimi, instead of it being Sam Raimi. Right. right. It is James Cameron, so the creator of Titanic. Do you remember Titanic? Do you remember not Titanic? Do you remember Avatar? The Last Airbender? No. Blue Avatar. The one that no one cares about? The one that they should have played... I'm blue, da ba dee, da ba da. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. But then they're like, no, we'll make four sequels and never made them. Nice. But they're still happening. They're apparently. still supposed to happen. They're like the, like the Gambit movie. <laughs> you remember the Gambit movie? <laughs> I sure don't because it didn't happen. It never happened. We had a main, what was his name? Uh, 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 Channing Tatum. Yeah, Tanning Tatum. Tanning Tatum. Yeah, Tanning Tatum. I'm surprised that never happened. I'm surprised we're, there's no canceled script or anything out there for that. There's not even a script? I try to find it. We got that far along into production and we never even turned in a script. Apparently. No wonder it flopped. <laughs> I think Channing Tatum was writing the script. It was just him uh, practicing his accent. Playing with cards. Yeah. <sighs> Losing bets. Come on, Tatum. Get your crap together. If you're Channing Tatum, it's okay. We love Channing Tatum. <laughs> But also give us that movie, you <laughs> son of a snake. Give us a script so we can do something during quarantine. So James Cameron, Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This is what quarantine does to a man. This read scripts. This is like a hybrid. Like I have to, I have to forewarn you. This is both like, wow, this should have been a movie, but also it's like, dear Lord, like praise God, this is not a movie. Okay. It's like Revenge of the Sith, like half meme, half good movie. Which half is meme and which half is good movie for Spider-Man? I know for Revenge of the Sith. I feel like the story itself... Obviously for Revenge of the Sith, it's whatever you agree with. That's that's what it obviously is. You know what? That's the easiest we way. We all know. We all know we it. We don't want to get flamed by a bunch You don't of have Star to put Wars in the fans. comments. We all know exactly what we it is. We know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. We see you. And yeah. you. It's a part with um, Hayden Christensen. There's a demon. There's a demon walking above the podcast has pass. Jepson. It could be the void. Remember DJ the void? Has he ever escaped or is he still lost? We've left him in there for a year now. We need to break him out one day. Probably not. Go on. All right. So this is like, let's just start. Okay. A geometrical pattern fills the screen, silver threads in moonlight. The movie starts out like every single Sam Raimi Spider-Man does with the weird elaborate opening credits all being a giant spider web. And then like little like little displays in the spider web yep. as if the spider web was like like green screen. Yep. There is two eyes blinking in the darkness behind a mesh of fishnet material. That's spicy. Okay, I'll be honest. There is like some that's some some aggressive unne- tension in this film. That's some unnecessary detail, if you ask me. He, I don't know what was going on in poor Cameron's life during this time, but he, I think he was a hormonal teenager that he, needed it. I think he just passed that all on to um, Avatar. You know what? Probably. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, that might make a lot of sense, but I don't want to think about that too much, so we're just going to jump right in. No, think about it a little bit longer. Mm. Okay, now continue. <laughs> All right. Um, I will continuously throw in a couple of quotes because I just feel like they're, they're, they help paint the picture better than I ever could. Because, obviously, you didn't write this amazing, spectacular... This is um, just... Ultimate, the ultimate script, honestly. The ultimate Spider-Man script. This is one of the first lines of dialogue. Okay. It says, Peter is a bright kid. He doesn't have many friends. He's ostracized for his interest mm-hmm. in science. Our MTV culture... MTV, that just makes me happy. I just like that they're like, he sucks because... He likes science. What a nerd. Nerd. This, uh, just a forewarning, this takes place in the 90s, which makes it all the better. (laughs) But our MTV culture frowns on people who think too much. Intellectual curiosity is decidedly unhip. (laughs) (laughs) Unhip. One of the first descriptions they have for Peter is, Peter is a virgin and apt to remain that way for a while. (laughs) Okay. I can't think of a better description. Like, Peter Parker is apparently 17. He's not in college. He's 17. And, like, you know, I relate to that so much. (laughs) Instantly, we already have credibility with the characters. Like, man, I am Peter Parker. (laughs) Only hope. Only hope. Um... Yeah, very straightforward structure of the story. Like, we start out, he's in high school. We get that, like, classic 90s vibe of, like, the kid wakes up late. He's about to miss the bus. Mary Jane's like, oh, you should eat something before you go. And he's like, oh. Wait, Mary Jane or Aunt May? Wow, did I literally just say Mary Jane? Because you said Mary Jane and went to old woman voice, and I was like, (laughs) that seems, what kind of script is this? Hold on. It's very 90s. What can I say? (laughs) What can I tell you? Your aunt is also your Mary Jane. (laughs) Your love interest is also your aunt. Oh. <laughs> so 90s. <laughs> I apologize to the entire decade that is the 90s. It's sad because I know a movie in which that is part of the plot that is set in the 90s. What? You're welcome. Can you just name drop that movie real quick for homework that, purposes? That spoils the movie. Oh, is that the whole point of the movie? The movie is that the guy was abused by his aunt. And you find that out at the end. So if I tell you, people people who have heard the show have heard me mention this, the movie. And if they've seen the movie, they know. But that's kind of a spoiler. So I'm not going to tell you the movie. But you should watch that movie that I haven't said. Okay. It's good. Anywho. And depressing. <laughs> the, um... Yeah, like, he's late for the school bus, all this, all that. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, it's not a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. What? Without him web-swinging and doing a voiceover of him explaining his life. Oh, so he still does this. Oh, yes. That, this was apparently a, a James Cameron-approved thing. Hey, everyone. It's me, <laughs> Peter Parker, your friendly neighborhood, Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one is it's a little bit more uh, subtle. They let the like the environment tell a little bit more of the story. Okay, because uh, we got our classic. He swings by a newsstand and it says the Spider-Man hero or vigilante. Oh, edgy. Um, does um for even though it's probably spoilers. Does what's his name? Uh, J.K. Sim not J.K. Simmons. J. Jonah Jameson show up. 
in this story? He doesn't really show up. He does get a mention. Okay. One of the things that I, again, something I actually appreciate is it's the Daily Bugle station. It's a, oh, it's so a it's TV. Like a t- oh, so they, they update it because print media died years ago. It died in the 90s, apparently. Mm-hmm. It was acceptable in the 80s. But. Not in the 90s. Once the flip phone came out. <laughs> but we get, like, some classic, uh, you know, witty banter. He's like. I do wish they'd at least get my name right. It's Spider-Man, not the Spider-Man. Okay, human spider. Also, some of the insults are really good because we literally have, geez, boneheads. I need a better publicist. (laughs) So we got got good quippy Peter Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Bonehead. Classic supervillain. Um. Let's go ahead and jump down. We get our nice origin story, just like everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, science lab, spider wrinkles down and gets zapped and then somehow lands on his neck. It gets zapped? Zapped by special radioactive juice. Okay. All right. I'll yeah. go with it. Like, like the classic 90s, like if you ever watched the old Spider-Man show. Like, like the one where, where the theme song starts Yeah, that one. See, the way I remember that theme is it starting... The problem is, is I know exactly what you're doing. Like, it sounds like a TIE fighter every time it starts up. And you're like, ah, Spider-Man time. (laughs) Maybe we could connect that to why Spider-Man and the MCU like Star Wars. That might be it. That might be the connection. I'm going to put that clip, that audio clip, in the podcast. I'm going to let you know that. This is when, like, this is what starts when the, just the dialogue is, or, like, I don't know what to call this. It's not dialogue. It's just, like, James Cameron's wording. Oh, the the descriptions? Yeah, his descriptions okay. are just... So, he goes to bed. Do you remember in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man when, when he has he goes to sleep after the bite? And he has a weird, like, like his flashbacks, and then there's a random skeleton <laughs> in the <laughs> thing I was gonna mention. <laughs> it's just spooky time skeleton. <laughs> and the skeleton doesn't go like nothing. It's just a floating skeleton. So they they mentioned that that happened the first night. It was just it said so like So there's multiple nights now. Yeah. Okay. The, the first night apparently he has like a, a night terror and all I could visualize was that, that stupid skeleton. <laughs> But apparently the next night happens and says, Peter goes to bed, exhausted by the ordeal. He sleeps soundly. The spider dream comes again. (laughs) This time, rather than dark, a roaring horror of confusion and disjointed images. It is refined. An aerial ballet of eerie grace. The weaving of an orb web from the spider's point of view. Shimmering geometry in the cold black space. I'm gonna say I don't I'm not sure I vibe with this but I was down after bonehead so keep going we like this is just some sort of magic okay we fast forward one thing that was just kind of cool that I genuinely liked is I call it he has the the flash metabolism thing when he wakes up and he has abs he he definitely he does the classic like glasses no longer work has six pack for no reason because that's, that's what you get when you get superpowers, no matter what it is, like 
Kryptonian lightning bolt in by a spider, parents killed, you get Instance abs. Instant. Uh, traumatic events could just ripple your body. I thought I had a lot of stress in my life, but I still have a six pouch, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> At least you didn't shave your head. I Go know. on. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> But, okay. like, apparently he he has, like, the hyper-metabolism of Flash mm-hmm. and has to eat too much. So they just, again, a line is cut to him drinking a half gallon of milk, eating voraciously, replacing the protein he has used up. His aunt is pleased with his appetite. Hmm. But. Good work, May. We get, we get some nice, like, hero, I guess, first act stuff, and now we're introduced to the villain. Oh, who's the villain? Um, I'm genuinely upset. Okay. <laughs> because it says, like, we spend so long. I legitimately read, like, a good five pages past his origin story, and I still didn't know who it was because they refused to use their real names. <laughs> With a guy named, I think it was Jason Strand. Who? Just the majority of the dialogue has him as Strand. Should I Google this character? Legit, I don't. I'm a I'm, I'm a Google stage it. four Spider Man nerd, and I've never heard him used by that. Yeah, name. no, you know Spider Man better than me, and I don't know that. What was it, Jason Strand? Uh, yeah. Let me go back. It's something Strand. Long pause, considering <laughs> our life decisions. Fruit flies. Jason Stryker. Nope. Found that. I think that one's DC though. Nope. This is, it's genuinely one of the most popular. Oh, wait. It's one of the most popular. Oh, that's a G.I. Joe character. <laughs> Lol. There's a character named Frostbite, and I went, that's a Spider-Man villain? <laughs> I'm trying to find his first name. They just call him Strand. With no explanation whatsoever. Oh, Carlton Strand. I don't. I don't. Know. He. Well, let me just say, he got into an accident working as an electrical man, and can create and radiate electricity like an eel. So he's the Green Goblin. <laughs> Max Dillon is electro. I'm curious. Like, I didn't get time to do research. Maybe like he didn't have the rights to use their name or whatever. Ah, yeah, I found, I just Googled it, and the only mention of a Carlton Strand in any Marvel anything is James Cameron's Spider-Man. That's so bizarre. Like, I don't know why. I don't know why either. But it says uh, Strand and a square-jawed, solid guy with a powerful build named Boyd. 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 Oh, Boyd. Here I go killing again. But these two guys are like these hardcore, like, it's still it's kind of following like basic MCU structure of like superhero development story, villain introduction. And then keep cutting back between. Yeah. So would you like to know, according to Wikipedia, the crimes of Carlton Strand? Yes. Because they've given me crimes. Chemical robbery. Yep. Trespassing. Yep. Mass murder. Oh, yeah. Hacking. Cool. Corruption. Libel. Slander. Slander? Kidnapping. Oh, shoot. Incrimination. I don't even know how to pronounce this word. <laughs> An organized manhunt. That's illegal to be like, hey, boys, we're going to hunt down this guy. What, what type of villain is he? A power-hungry capitalist. Whoa. Is what Wikipedia says. I like this. 
So go on. All right. So this is like, I'm already frustrated, but there's this cool, like a little, little moment that I'm like, this makes no sense, but I'll allow it. Okay. It says by touching a computer, he can download data from a hard drive. His brain itself is energized and is now able to follow and analyze all these signs. Big brain. Big brain. <laughs> he said, but that we got, this is like the one line that I'm like, okay, honestly, you is the real power is not in force, but information. Then force. <laughs> Of course, then, after the fact. What else are you going to do? Exactly. So, so homie is, like, kind of getting involved in, like, organized crime, like, mixture of, like, green goblin. You know, power-hungry capitalists. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you know how they be. Organized manhunt. But this is one thing that are just like, oh, dear Lord. (laughs) It wasn't before? (laughs) We immediately go from, like, normal hero-villain progression and then just take a hard left (laughs) of Electro going back home. (laughs) Going back home. And um, I'm just going to summarize some stuff, but I have one one decent uh, snippet here. Okay. We have, he goes home to like, I guess his girlfriend, wife, whatever you want to name her. Okay. Um, his partner. And she's wearing like a bathrobe and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Electra's had a long day of work, just wants to say hi. And like they create this like super tension, tentious, is that a word? Tentious? Tentious? No, maybe. There's a lot of tension. Mm. And like they finally. You're telling me that sparks are about to fly. Sparks are definitely flying. They keep on saying inches away from touching. And then it ran away. He's like, but he can't. Because he's going to shock Because he's Electro. <laughs> and literally. <laughs> I was genuinely scared when I started reading the next line because it says she untucks her bathrobe <laughs> to reveal a rubber body. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a workaround. Good work. And look, it, you got to make the relationship work. Exactly. Like, I guess like, it works. He figured it out or whatever. And like he wraps his arms around her and he's just like, I'm tired of feeling rubber. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I know, that's what she said if I've ever heard one. <laughs> I enjoy that our podcast now has in the hours of recording ever the line, I'm tired of feeling rubber. <laughs> and now it has it twice. But it says he like rips off the, like her shoulder pads or whatever yeah because they have those in the 90s apparently. And it says he kisses her with passion and then here, hold on. Um, is that quickly, part of the script too? Here, hold on. <laughs> this is this is a direct quote because this is just nothing but gold. He quickly unzips the front of her wetsuit and puts his hands around the rubber. Zap! Her body arches. He steps back, scowling, impatient. Oh wait, no, my bad. That that spoiler. She. <laughs> you can't even tell the bad story, right? <laughs> Uh, such spoilers. So okay, he kisses okay. her. Yeah. And she like legitimately dies, like starts convulsing and dies. <laughs> and it's just like he said, he's impatient. So he quickly unzips her wetsuit, puts his hands on her chest and like, and like resuscitates her. Okay. And it says impatient scowling. Her eyes flutter open and she struggles to breathe. And she just, the only line she has is I can't do this anymore. <laughs> And then it cuts scene. She's like, again. you know what? This relationship is too stressful, you know? Like, it's, I'm being zapped to death, being zapped alive. Like, what do you want from me? There's I don't, a lot of zapping here. There's so much zapping, and I was uncomfortable. 
And then we get to immediately flip over to the classic Uncle Ben scene. Oh, Uncle Ben's in this film. Um, Peter Parker is a not a wrestler, but like, I guess an actor, and like he does like performances, okay. and like there's like is he this, like a theater actor. He he, I think they record him. But okay. they, they have this clear distinction where they say they can't pay him in cash, so he hired a sketch broker. <laughs> they legitimately said a sketchy broker to help him. I hope that's his, like, super villain name. Sketchy sketch broker. broker. But Uncle Ben would literally drive Peter Parker to this... To sketchy broker? No, to oh. this building, and all he knows is he's getting paid large amounts of money to be recorded. And obviously, he doesn't tell them. <laughs> he, he's Spider-Man. Spider -Man, so he just rolls with it. Uncle Ben being supportive of Uncle Ben. Only He sits him down to have his classic talk. And he just says, we're family. <laughs> we can talk about anything. I support you. The classic Uncle Ben talk. and <laughs> With great power. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Therefore, honor God with your body. <laughs> Wait, that's really a lot. In this no, movie. No, oh, no. I thought you were saying that was really a lot. I'm like, oh my God. No. <laughs> uh, this poor 17, this poor 17 year old child. No, again, I just so relatable. It, it, <laughs> it cuts back to Peter so Parker. Relatable, yeah. Of like inner dialogue. And he's just like, he can tell. Um, he feels bad because like he knows Uncle Ben cares about him and he's like and he knows he's thinking about drugs, sex and alcohol mm -hmm. but he says he's just a kid born in the 90s <laughs> he's like the 90s are bad enough but I could never explain being Spider-Man to him because that's understood. too far and drugs, like, sex, alcohol that's all fine but being Spider-Man that's the worst of it's all it's too much but my favorite line was it says Uncle Ben got up and left knowing he failed. <laughs> and it's just like, good gosh. Okay, so thought question for, for you. Lay it on me. Your family are confronting you about, web, about what your nightly activities are. Mm -hmm. You assume that they assume any of the listed above, drugs, sex, and alcohol. Now... You are 17 in this scenario because apparently that's what it is in this movie, correct? Yes, yes. Are you A, going to tell them that or B, that you're Spider-Man? <laughs> Even if they don't believe you, are you going to tell them that you're Spider-Man? Knowing my family and the way I was raised, I probably would have better luck just saying I was Spider-Man because they would probably just be like, yeah, you're just doing drugs. <laughs> And they would just leave. See, you could say that. And then when they're like, why didn't you tell me you were Spider-Man? Later in the plot, at some movie later, they'll be like, you son of a snake, you didn't tell us. And we were worried about you. And you're like, you know what? I did tell you. I did. I did. You and didn't believe me. That's on you. He thought I was LSD and marijuana. But no, I'm just webbing. I'm just Spider-Moon. I'm just thwip, thwipping. I'm just... This was my favorite thing in the world. Okay. Is this Boyd character robs a bank... Armored truck, classic, seems very familiar scene. Spider-Man punches him, and it says his hand hurt, and he's like, he's never felt his hand hurt punching someone. Yeah, we fast-forwarded a lot. Wait, which one? Spider-Man never felt his hand yeah. hurt? Yeah, like, Spider-Man is now, like, full-fledged Spider-Man. Uncle okay. Ben dies. Because oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, does he catch the killer? Does that matter in this plot? No. Or did it just happen? It says... It, I do appreciate it. It kind of follows the comics of, like, he goes on a wild manhunt to find the killer and, like, starts 
a massive like an anti-crime wave i guess he like stops okay. crime after crime after crime just to find this guy so it's like um it's like andrew garfield spider-man yeah. except he actually stops the guys and doesn't let him go after finding out they're not the guy that killed uncle ben. yeah he he that's kind of how he gets his name of like just like crime after crime it's like really so it's like oh there's this dude there's this dude he's dropping bodies which oh yeah jumping back to that dropping bodies <laughs> the punisher style <laughs> Spider-Man, the Punisher. <laughs> um, James Cameron did support the organic webbing thing. Oh. He created the, the organic webs and everything, but what really confuses me is okay. he still created fake web shooters. So he did both. He literally was just like, it's Why? organic, but for some reason he made them. It's like the organic web shooters like like Wolverine where it's like, if I use it, it hurts my hands real bad. Nope. <laughs> I literally just like... <laughs> nope. Later on in the dialogue, it says like his fake web shooters get broken. <laughs> and it's so just he like, just uses his real ones? No, I, I don't... I, I genuinely don't understand because like... I don't even... Th I think it's to cover up the fact that he's not a mutant. Like, it lets people believe that he still is he's human. He's just a dude? Yeah. But aren't those normally under the, the suit? Yeah. So why does it matter? Maybe it's like a Ben Riley suit. I don't know. Ben Riley for context, is another Spider-Man character that you can Google. You lit. He wears, like, a hoodie over his suit. It's kind of dope. It's pretty hot. Um, so... Um, and maybe or maybe not, he was in Spider-Verse. No, uh, yeah, maybe. Actually, no. I really like that idea. But I, my favorite part is it says when Peter pulls his hand back and like realizes that he it said it felt like he punched a bar of sand. Bar of sand. And then we get like it, a space, and it just goes enter Sandman. And in my head, like you can literally hear the track playing in the background. Boom. <laughs> and it like says Boyd slams Spider-Man in the jaw with a roundhouse haymaker oh. and it feels like concrete. Oh, That's no. because Sandman can soften his body into sand or harden any part of it into a rock and will. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That much control? Wow. Yeah. I like it. I can't even do that for that long. I enjoy that his name is Bond. Bo Bond. Boyd. Boyd. <laughs> yeah. Bo it's literally, it's Max Dillon is Electro and Flint Marco is Sandman. But no, it's... It's Strout. Wait, what is it? Strand. Strand and, and Boyd. Boyd. <laughs> the Boyds are back in town. I actually kind of like that, though. I kind of like how they have Sandman introduced, because... Is it like up to that point we just don't know? He's just a dude. I'm assuming because he's that's just the vibe this, I got from yeah. your explanation. And I kind of like that, especially because like Electro and Sandman, why would they be friends? Like, ooh, I have a question for spoilers in the movie later, maybe. Yeah. Does Electro at any point electrocute Sandman and make him glass? Oh. Um, because that'd be dope. I'm. I honestly didn't finish the script. <laughs> I got spoilers. A, I got to the third act and literally didn't get a finish because we started recording. <laughs> Do you want us to pretend we know the ending the entire time? Yes. Okay. So this is cut. Do you see this? It's staying in, but you're gonna pretend it's not here. Because I'm too lazy to edit it. Okay, go on. All right. So. Julio, how are you doing so far with the show? Thank you, Julio. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, I guess. I, guess I, I think. I think that's what that means. I don't know how to speak, woman. 
that woman that's frog, you absolute sexist. Oh my man. We aren't sexist. I thought we, we established that we're not sexist. You son of a snake. I get rid of Becca, and now we're just now you're saying sexist stuff again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys know I am not sexist. Thank you. Just let's keep it there. All right. <laughs> what, who put a pin underneath this chair? And I'm just destroying. I did. Who put a chair a pin <laughs> under my chair? Okay, we're like maybe a third end of the story. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, keep going. I'm I got I gotta fast forward. Because okay. this this is I'll stop interrupting. This is by far my favorite part. It's like he starts getting popular. Um, this is just a great description. It says all gangs in the city and the mob, the crackheads, the Colombians, everybody. <laughs> they all <laughs> they all have a grudge against this guy. Spider Man? But at the same time, in some neighborhoods, he's a local legend. Crime is down, and the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man is welcomed as a welcome sight. And everyone wants to claim him as their own. Black kids think he's black. White kids think he's white. And then it cuts to like I, an interview. It says, Spider-Man ain't no white dude. He's too down. What am I saying? You see his moves? He's definitely a brother. No way home. My brother knows a guy that talked to him once, man. Italians say he's Italian. Guys, uh, uh, he's Italian. He's a Spider-Man. And the, look it, at how literally it's a pizza. <laughs> literally, it ends with gays think he's gay. At least it's all inclusive in the nineties. Yeah, so like, pretty good. This is pretty thorough pretty for the nineties. Nice. I also like um, how you had Julio become that. Um, african-american individual yeah that was very nice yeah i you know thank you julio for your voice acting but <laughs> round of applause well done honestly. i yeah, thought she was a good. frog this whole time no just for that one second she wasn't a frog but maybe the frog gave, made her a deeper voice you know just maybe. go on then we still have the whole normal spider-man mary jane weird love interest upside down kiss in the rain scene oh that's still there Kind of. There's no upside down kiss in the rain, but oh, I was gonna say because it's raining. You just just rain going in your nostrils. That's weird. <laughs> this is when I was just like, oh my gosh, this is definitely not your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's not friendly. Wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's like these guys try and mug Mary Jane. Okay. Spider-Man webs them up, pulls them up on a web, and then he mugs her. <laughs> <laughs> and then he punches her in the mouth and takes her purse. Nice. It says, if you worthless chunks of vomit show your face around here again, I'll decorate my Christmas tree with your intestines. <laughs> Got it? Dude, that was a pretty good quip he had there. That was <laughs> just like straight savagery. There's no quips, just straight murder threats. I like how it's, it's not even quips or savagery. It is just him... Literally, so like this is wanting to kill people. This is like Spider-Man three turn. It's like he has the symbiote, but doesn't have the symbiote. Imagine if they got to the symbiote after this, and he becomes a nice guy. <laughs> like this is like he's now questioning who he should be. He was like, I loved punching those guys. Oh yeah. Like earlier in the movie, he like straight throws Flash Thompson like ten feet in the like in the middle of the gym. Wait, Spider Man or Peter Parker? Peter Parker. Okay. <laughs> he just straight decks the guy ten feet, and nobody is like, "Hmm, that man might be doing drugs, sex, or alcohol." <laughs> you know, Uncle Ben should have stopped this, mm, but he didn't. But it kind of wraps up. Um, definitely Norman Osborn moment. Uh, 
Max Dillon. What's his name? Strand. Strand. You're the one who read this. I don't believe in his stupid name. Let's um, call him elect, electricity. Elect, not electro, uh, not electricity. 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 Yeah. So it's the female electro. Oh. Because we're trying to be more inclusive with this. So we get, like, apparently electro, like, because he's a power-hungry capitalist, he's, mm-hmm. like, stolen all this money. Right, naturally. What else he, are you going to do He's now? got this super huge, like, mansion in the city. And so quickly, wow. Yeah, like apparently he just bought it, I guess. <laughs> um, Wait, does Electro have any sort of like um like disfiguration or anything? Is it, nope. is it just a normal dude with no palpatine powers? issues, just okay. All right. He just can't touch anyone. Because like, I was imagining like um what's his name? Jamie Foxx's Electro where he's blue and he just went and bought a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no one was it's like my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday, I'll buy myself a mansion. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't mind if Jamie Foxx was this Electro. Yeah, this one sounds like actual fun. Yeah, like he buys this mansion or whatever, and he's like trying... There's kind of like this whole like survival of the fittest superiority complex. Well, naturally, because he's obviously the fittest next to Spider-Man and the moves. Yep. Mm -hmm. His moves are weak. That's not what that one guy said. He moves like a brother, according (laughs) to him. Oh, yeah, I need, I need to mention the fact that it was all spelled the way I voiced it. <laughs> like, he literally wrote it differently. So if you're going to claim that our interpretation of the script is in any way offensive, blame James Cameron. Yep. It's his fault. But, like, about halfway through the movie, we get the Norman Osborn. Yeah, this is why you shouldn't be a hero. Oh, so that's still in there. Kind of, like, loosely, is like, you should join, like, stop caring about anyone. This He's is like, I didn't. I liked killing people and throwing their intestines out <laughs> all over a Christmas tree. This is, like, the one moment where I was just like, okay, like, this might be pulled off. It's like, so we get this dramatic standoff. We got Sandman in the room. We got Electro in the room. We got Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And just before one last attempt, before everyone's about to die, Electro says this. He says, you can't save people from this, themselves, from their own brutal and venal natures. You either are a predator or prey in this world, a killer or a victim. People are by nature violent, stupid, confused, and greedy. Why waste your gift on ungrateful masses? who would love to see your mask ripped off and see you dragged through the slime. The only thing they love more than a hero is to see that hero fail, fall, and screw up. To see him exposed as a scandal, arrested with his pants down, (laughs) caught with his hands in the till. You know why? It lets them feel better about their own miserable lives. Dang. And it's just like, whoa, Electro. Hmm. What's the target audience? What's the target audience for this? Exactly. Because if it's edgy kid me, then I'm on board. Like, I'm gonna fast forward all the other kinkiness because there's another another weird. Couple. Oh, so there's a lot of kinkiness in this movie. Um, Spider Man and MJ, not Peter Parker. Spider Man and MJ start dating, and he. <laughs> hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on. <laughs> How do you get this straight? So they're dating if he's wearing the mask, but if he takes off the mask, they're not dating. Like, she doesn't know his identity yet, but he but, keeps but on... she's dating Peter... No, Spider-Man. Pretty much. Like, they keep on having, like, weird moments. There was this one time... So it's like Lois Lane and Superman. Yes. 
where they'll have a little picnic on the roof, but then she'll see Clark later and be like, hey, Superman's is pretty awesome and you suck. Literally. Okay, all right. He throws her on a web and ties her down with webs, <laughs> and it says, where did it go? Oh. It says the... Um, I like that you've marked this. Yeah, it's just weird, dude. Since the female can break free at any time, the bonds are only a symbolic significance. Mary Jane responds with, the male must be very bold to take such liberties with a predatory female. Are they talking about spiders? What yes, the he is very bold, but he must also trust her. <laughs> Close your eyes. Then they make out like in a giant spider web while she's like webbed to the web. Well, at least she won't fall. <laughs> and then, like, the next day, it says she went to school and let a tarantula crawl on her arm. And I was just like, this is so out of left What field. does that mean? So, so I decided to leave that out of the script, but yet, here we are. You decided to cut it, but then you insert it in because of runtime. Yep. Okay. Um... Yeah, so uh, Spider-Man wants to, you know, pay off his bills. He There was this one moment where he stops a mugger and, like, takes a wad of cash to help pay off some bills, and he felt shame. Oh, no. That's so, new for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so... Life lessons here. Third act, everything's happening, and so apparently Mary Jane gets kidnapped. Electro, Sandman, and all, all four are in the room. And this this makes me laugh because Strand is like, "Hey, Boyd, get the money. Show them what we got." And so they got money. Hmm? Do they have money? It says this is the 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 lines. It says, "I got two hundred and fifty. And Mary Jane says, like from across the room, I guess, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> And he it says, no sense. <laughs> this boy looks up insulted and goes, 250 woman. <laughs> or 250 million woman. Oh, okay. That's, that's a little bit better than 250, but still. <laughs> 250 is quite significant. Um, yeah. And so they get in a giant fight. Whoa. Oh. Uh, Peter... Peter Parker calls him a, an, an MF-er. <laughs> and, mm. Um... And then he says, see, that's my point exactly. You are a killer, kid. (laughs) In response to him ever. Literally, why don't you accept it? You want to rip my throat out right now. He's literally transforming into Willem Dafoe as as the story wraps up. Okay. (laughs) I enjoy the fact that we're supposed to be like, Spider-Man's a good guy. He doesn't kill. Then he threatens to kill people. And then this guy's like, kill me. Just <laughs> He's like, I it. won't do it. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, God. Same man pounds Spidey into semi-consciousness. <laughs> I had a little quote here just freaking out sorry, here. So sorry. Spidey sees Strand readying a mega blast. <laughs> So we get like a nice dramatic super fight. Everyone's about to die. Uh, of course, because what else are you going to not die? Then classic big old super fight. Now Parker's mask gets ripped off, but Stranton is bleeding badly and broken. Um, he pulls off the mask. We get this dramatic moment. It says, what's your name, kid? Parker. Parker. Peter Parker. 
Wrong theme. And he just goes, Peter Parker. So, a senior in high school. I don't know how he knows that, but I'm <laughs> the name. This is Electro, right? Yeah. So, Electro's just sitting, spending his free time like this kid is, this Spider-Man guy is probably a kid. And he's just looking through high school yearbooks, just <laughs> speeding through. Like, anybody have a quote about a spider? <laughs> anybody at all? It's like, hey, this guy's a science nerd. He talked about spiders. So, uh, Parker responds with, yeah. I graduate next week. Oh. He, Strand chuckles weakly, coughs, and no, says, you won't. <laughs> Unbelievable, and dies. <laughs> and there we go. He has to choose. Is he going to graduate high school? <laughs> Peter stands what? in the room with two hundred and fifty million dollars, and he has to decide if he's going to give it back to the city. And I guess that's supposed to be like kind of a cool tension point of just like does he do it and of course he gives it back to the police you think if you were canny like spider-man you'd go they stole 249 million dollars exactly <laughs> oh darn um if you're cool and canny like spider-man <laughs> but you're not canny like spider-man we get one last newscast there's a bunch of people and it says everyone cheers um cut to spider-man still hanging Mary Jane and I got accepted to different colleges. He's web swinging again. Oh, God. Loving his life. With the with the swelling Spider-Man yep. theme. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? But we see each other every weekend. Her grades are better than mine. But I blame stupid. it on the heavy hours. It's not easy being a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> Makes it... <laughs> <laughs> That's just me trying to be a high school kid. I don't remember what it was like. That's, all, that's exactly how high school went at the end of every <laughs> phrase. I just go. <laughs> Takes that out of you. Well, it's a school night. Gotta fly. Be good. And pushes off the mast swinging in the arc out over the edge of the roof. So wait a minute. Question. Yep. Is Peter Parker and Mary Jane dating now or is it still Spider-Man yeah, Mary Jane? Does it change or does it just stay? By the, it's kind of got like that evolution of like Mary Jane was like the stuck up like redhead jerk bag and then... Now she's just a stuck up redhead regular person. She like literally transforms from like stuck up classic Mary Jane to like kind of like the Michelle uh, MCU Mary Jane. Okay. All right. So it's like, okay. It's, like, transition. it's better than MJ in the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man where she dates three dudes in the same week. I mean, yeah, she dated Flash Thompson and that's when he punches him 10 feet in the middle of the room. Like, I mean, it's better than that and then Harry Osborn and then Peter Parker. It's all in a week and you're just like, bruh. You know, that's, that's just impressive. how it was in the early 2000s. This is a pretty good story though. Yeah. like It it's sounds like, weird. But I kind of like it. Remove some of the kink. No, leave that in. That's the only good parts. Remove some of the hilarious dialogue. No, I like that. But like the story as a whole, like touch it up. Maybe throw in. Honestly, this might be more of an Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yeah, it feels very. Because I mean, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Which is Andrew Garfield. He's just a he's jerk Spider-Man. Like. Which is what I don't like about that Spider-Man. But it sounds good for this story because it exactly. sounds funny. Would you like to hear some of the cast of this film? Because I did find oh, we the have cast. cast. The cast was going to include Maggie Smith as May Parker. She was in Hook. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin Lively as Mary Jane Watson. I don't know who that is, though. Okay. Um, I see her. And Leonardo DiCaprio as Peter Parker. Really? Really. That explains why he was such a jerk. <laughs> 
Because it was DiCaprio. Yeah, like that makes way more sense. But also, halfway through the script, when you were reading it, I found that and I was like, hmm. Let's let's just put this in perspective, though. Okay. How old is Leo right now? Leo is timeless. I don't know. Let me look it up. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at He is now 45 years old. So he would have been in the early 90s or in the late 90s. Because this, I think it said 90. Three was when it was written. Okay. Then, wow, that's weird to even think about. Okay, so... He could have passed off as a 17... like 20. Yeah, he could have passed off as a 17-year-old yeah. kid. I mean, he looked really young, too, back when he was like 20. He looks really young in the Titanic. That's very true. That's wild to think about. It is wild to think about. Okay, I, you know, I like it. If we could go back, let's get Leo. Hmm. Well, good thing we've got this time machine right here. It's the same machine that turned Julio into a frog. Thank you, Julio. Perfect. She was just trying to let me know. <laughs> a time machine transformed her into a frog. That is a Stan Lee origin story if I've ever seen it. Okay, here's the pitch, boys. You see that time machine? We tried to remake Spider-Man, but then it didn't work because we turned our first rewriter into a frog. Excelsior. <laughs> Everyone goes, you know what? Great idea. Right on the white right right on the board. Mm -hmm. I like kid. that one. That one's a good one. So okay. that is that is Spider Man. I like this. Now, yeah. Here's the question. This is how we should probably end all things: is take it to a vote. Of okay. Fund it, shoot it, or fund it, reshoot it, or keep it as it is. So it's like Kiss Mary Kill. Yeah. So fund it, shoot it, keep it as it is. Yeah, fund it means fund it to go kill itself. <laughs> wow. Um, reshoot it is like you like the idea, but you'd probably put some changes. And then okay. keep as is. It's just like it should have already been in theaters. All right. So yeah, fun it is kill it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's, let's reset that. this. I'm not even gonna cut it. I'm just gonna have the entire thought process roll. So forget about it. Forget about it. Well, we should end it all with it because we're pitch about it. Oh, so forget ooh. about it. Reshoot it. Reshoot it, or keep it. Buy it. Buy it. Yeah. And if you want to buy it, you have to donate to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want us to buy the right James, James Cameron, Cameron Spider-Man Spider 1993. We got a Spider-Man suit. We've got Leonardo DiCaprio. He won't fit in the suit, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because we're going to make this movie. Yep. Well, this is a fun time. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Julio, for bringing the time machine for us to... In case we ever actually want to fund this yeah. or make it. Thanks. Yeah. And that's all. Josh, what a lovely pitch. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of Guys, you. Guys, this was good. You know, I haven't been able to like lead a pitch in a long time. Not in over a year. Yeah. How's it feel? Feels, I feel powerful. Mm. You know the last time you led a pitch? Probably a year ago. Star Wars. Which one? Episode 9 remake? Mm, episode 7 remake. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah, when we rewrote the trilogy. Mm -hmm. Man, can we go back to those That's days? a good episode. That, for our listeners, because I always tell you guys never to go back to any of our old episodes because the audio is pretty dang bad, but that's one. That Dude. one that is worth it. I'm pretty sure the audio is pretty good on that one, too. Probably. That was probably when we were in the library. What we call that one? It was like Star Wars Fallen Jedi and... You called yours something else. I called mine Fallen Jedi. I don't remember. I, don't remember I think it was, it was the rise of the something. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's the only one that says Star Wars that isn't an actual Star Wars film title. Yep. Thanks for listening. And Guys, yeah. thank you. 
Stay safe out there. Stay home. Drink water. 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 And <laughs> what they say. say. I'm going to rip out your insides and decorate <laughs> my Christmas tree. Wubba wubba dub. <laughs> good night. And good luck. You won't survive the night. Oh, dear Lord. All right. Well, I'm just going to stop. Thanks for listening. If you want to find us on Twitter and Instagram, we're at Pitch About It. As always, good wishes and good night. stuff we're saying like as as the music swelling yeah, it's like, it's like oh good good show good show sad. yeah yeah what you doing tomorrow whoa whoa julio get out of the hey, get out of the hey, oh you're oh, no longer a frog julio just stepped in the time machine oh my god oh my oh gosh. gosh how did she get so big oh whoa at least she's not wearing glasses anymore mm, at least you can see and she got a six-pack. Oh. Because, you know, that's how got, it works. She got bit by a spider in that She got trip. the spider six-pack. She probably had a weird dream about spider webbing, though. No, had a weird dream about skeletons. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put that at the end of every episode. Like, it's the same <laughs> clip of us saying random stuff at the end of every episode. <laughs> hey, good episode today. Oh, good episode. Hey, shake your hand. Spill your water. <laughs> We have to we have to describe what we're doing to the audience. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, just wrapping up my charger cord. As, oh, frick! I dropped the dime. Hold on! Oh, oh gosh! I spilled my water. Uh, oh, 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 oh gosh! Flip a coin. Shake my hand. Who's a laptop? Call it a day. Clippity clop. It's grabbing my pants because they're tightly wedging me. Oh my gosh! It's almost midnight. I gotta wake up for class tomorrow. Dude, don't Boom. Talk to me.